Welcome to Show Don't Tell, a podcast by Telscreen's team of Wes Harris and Kent Harris, sharing their stories of being in the eye care industry in their unique, punny style with facilitator Christy. <laughs> so it's time for another episode of <laughs> Show, show Don't, Don't Tell. Tell. And we can't show you that Kent is not with us today. Where is he? He had to take his son up to Northern Kentucky to go look at an educational institution where he might be institutionalized <laughs> for the next four years. <laughs> okay, so I knew I knew coming over here before that Kent wasn't going to be here. We decided to go ahead and record an episode, just me and you, Wes Harris, and now you're duo of Christy Smallwood. So, pun-free episode? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I went and pulled up some some very special puns um, that I I want to, I wanna, we're just going to do it right off the bat and get it all out of the way. Okay. So, because Kent's not here, we had to fill the pun quota somehow. Somehow. Okay. Somehow. So, the guest punster is up. Exactly. So, do you know, and I, I, may, I found some that were very specific to eye care, right? The eyes. Um, do you know the alien that misses one eye? It's called Alan. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> what did the eyeball say when it tasted cheesecake? I have no idea. What did the eyeball say? That's to eye for. Uh. <laughs> um, let's see. What was the other one? Oh, as I handed my dad his 50th birthday card, he looked at me with tears in his eyes and said, you know, one would have been enough. Again, total kit humor. Because <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> Um, when you're with your cross-eyed friend, do you ever wonder if they're seeing someone else? <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> Sometimes when I close my eyes, I can't see. <laughs> oh. And the other time, you've got a hole in your eyelid? <laughs> Eye puns aren't puns. They're optical illusions. Illusions, <laughs> illusions with an A for those who missed it. <clears throat> Let's see. The phone wears a pair of glasses because it has just lost all of its contacts. contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What do you call a deer with no eyes? Tell me. Come on, Wes. We're no, no, no. Tell me. You're not country <laughs> enough. You got to be a little on the countryside to do this. What do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. On that notepad is out. <laughs> How ironic! I can't lash out at you for not protecting my eyeballs because, well, you tried your best. <laughs> oh, you are. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> the faces, yeah, he keeps giving me. These are like more awful as I go down the the, the page here. You're gonna follow Kent's example and try one more though. I, I will. Let's let's see. Um, <laughs> hey, they were, let's see. Hold on. I'll just I'll just pick one. I haven't even read them all the way through. So let's see. Oh, 
because this one falls under 13 hilarious iPun captions for Instagram. Mm-hmm. We may have to use some of these. We may have to. Sometimes life is ironic. <laughs> right? Um, you're all I need. I got my eye on you. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. Yeah, we're going to have to use some of these. These are funny. Like, with the right images, mind you. It was really, really good images so that people don't read the captions. Oh, here's a good motivational one. This will be great for one of those. Like, think of the the older um, success pictures you would see Mm -hmm. in the doctor's office that has the motivational thing on the bottom. Everyone has two eyes, but no one has the same view. That makes a great success picture in the doctor's office. All right. Thank you for stopping by. (laughs) (laughs) That got about as many laughs as Kent's puns did. So good job meeting the standard. (laughs) No bar too low for us to crawl under. (laughs) Right. Okay. So now that we've gotten all that out of the way, where have you been? Because I know it has been very active. For those of you who follow us, you'll notice we haven't had an episode out probably for the last couple of months because it has been busy around here and a lot of great things are going on. And I know you've been in a lot of places, but the big one, are you going to talk about the big one first? The big one first. Absolutely. Let's do the big one first. We're back to Vegas and Vegas is not quite back. Uh, Vision Expo West. uh, We had, we had a show in 2021. A few people actually went to it. And we, we appreciate all three of them. Uh, <laughs> 2022 was a lot better. Uh, you know, more people were more comfortable coming out to, to Vegas. And uh, uh, unfortunately, the, the Vegas that we came to was just not quite the same. Mm. And uh, yeah, the exhibit hall, yes, we had traffic, we had people, we had uh, CE, we had fun. Um, but you know, things like, we, we do Vegas like locals. We don't uh, stay on the strip and do all the the foolish crazy things that we used to many many years ago uh but we got to sam's town get away from the downtown area and a little bit low, lower profile um, and our day used to be we'd wake up in the morning we'd hit the breakfast buffet and that would carry us through all the way until six o'clock lights out and then go grab dinner right and so vegas was a two meal town and that kept us from uh, bringing a lot more home with us than we started with uh, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. If, if you skip lunch because you're sitting down all day, it, it kind of works out to right. you know, keep it fairly even. But uh, the Firelight Buffet at Sam's Town is closed, has not reopened since the pandemic. Oh. So there is no go downstairs and grab a big buffet breakfast with an omelet station. And oh. the omelet cook um, used to have a joke or two. <laughs> Almost every day, a different joke. So, you know, it was a little bit of, you know, comedy with breakfast, good start to your morning, made you smile, and, you know, off you went with a positive attitude and a full stomach. Uh, so we had to uh, improvise, and we found Blueberry Hill Family Restaurant mm-hmm. with uh, blueberry pancakes, uh, four of them about six inches in diameter, uh, covered with blueberry compote and fresh blueberries on top of Ooh, that and yeah. whipped cream if you didn't say no to it. Right. <laughs> well, who says no to that? I did. I oh, said no to you? the whipped cream. Yes, I did. Uh, I would have just like put it all the way around the plate. Well, okay. Actually, I said just drop it in the coffee, but no. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but the, anyway, yes. Um, and then 
um, four egg omelets. You couldn't get a three egg omelet or a two egg omelet. A four, four egg, egg omelet. Yes. Four large oh, double egg. Yes. Wow. Holy egg yolk, Batman. And, and then when you get the the Denver or the combo or the whatever that's got all the ham and the peppers and onions that's and a tomatoes. That's big meal. Yeah. So that left is just as happy, a little bit poorer as a <laughs> because you can't have breakfast for less than about forty bucks for two people now. Right. Right. But uh, that's just uh, where we are these days, I guess. But anyway, so we had to kind of adjust our routine. Uh, the other thing we usually do for Vegas is after Vision Expo ends on Saturday at 5 o'clock, the exhibit hall closes, we tear down, we load up, and yeah, then it'd be like 7.30, 8 o'clock or so. Um, then normally we would spend Sunday uh, playing bridge in the afternoon at one of the local bridge clubs. Right. So Kent and I are bridge players. Uh, we're we're members of the American Contract Bridge League. Uh, we've been members for a long time. We played about once a year in Vegas and about once a year here in Louisville. So we don't have a lot of points beside our names, but we have a lot of experiences of getting our brains beat out by little old ladies <laughs> on oxygen. Um, <laughs> we have talked about that before. Uh, yes, yeah, and, you, yeah. know, the, you can learn a lot from players that are better than you, regardless yeah. of where their oxygen comes from. <laughs> And honestly, that's a whole, you know, mantra for life. You can learn something from other people who are better. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So this time, and, you know, we play cards uh, bridge t at the bridge table. It's a lot cheaper. Uh, you know, at the blackjack table, when, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Saturday limits are usually like $25 minimum, that type of thing, in, in the strip casinos. And it's tough to find a, a $15 or $10 table. And, you know, Sam's Town back in the day had... Two, I think one table was a two fifty table, two dollars and fifty cents minimum. Okay, two dollars and fifty. Yeah, cents. yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. Uh, but you know, a five dollar, ten dollar table, you you would find in Sam's Town all the time, and you know, maybe sit down and play a little bit. But uh, bridge is easy. For eleven bucks, you play for about three hours, and at the end, you learn something. Oh well, there you go. Um, and this time, we learned something, and we actually came in first east west and won a one and a half silver points. So <gasps> yay! <laughs> but. This time we didn't play on Sunday afternoon. We stopped uh, set up on Wednesday afternoon and ducked out for three hours to go play because the two biggest clubs, one in Vegas, one in Henderson, both of them, uh, their leases were up in March of 2020. Oh. And they did not renew. Oh. Because the ACBL had canceled face-to-face -face bridge for the pandemic. Right. And obviously you don't want 100 people getting together right. all, all at once and sitting three feet away from each other. So, so face-to-face -face bridge is coming back, but none of the clubs have started a commercial lease. And I guess too many people got used to playing online. So, you know, the bridge club business in Vegas is, is down significantly. Oh, wow. So there's live bridge Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday afternoon. That's about it. Wow. So we were... The things you don't realize <laughs> change. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we were, we were happy to have a place to play, uh, and it was a good game. But uh, with the clubs closed, if you don't play Wednesday or, I mean, I can't fly in Monday night to play Tuesday. That would be a little bit too expensive for a card game. But <laughs> right. you know, at, at that rate, I might as well play blackjack. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, so we, we played Wednesday and then went back and finished setting up. So, uh, yeah, Sunday we just had to sit around and watch a little bit of football. Um, had to. Well, if you look at the cost <laughs> of a flight on Sunday versus the cost of a flight on Monday... The difference in flight is more than the cost of our hotel room and food. Really? Yes. Yes. 
See, I haven't checked into any of that, those prices well, on that. Again, because airlines have cut the number of flights to Vegas yeah. because of lower traffic. And obviously, they want to run full flight to make mm-hmm. a profit. So you're looking at you know, $400, $500 tickets on Sunday and 200 on Monday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we stay over the extra day and plus, you know, a day to decompress after. I mean, it's not, not a bad idea thing. at all mm-hmm. just to kind of chill for a minute before you have to get up and go again. Right. Yep. So anyway, yeah, Vegas was different. The cards were good. And the theme of, yeah, each show has its own flavor to it. This year it was cool or creepy. Cool or creepy. <laughs> <laughs> So, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> we we had a fo- it's, it started with a, a photo of Kent standing next to a replica of the Ghostbusters car. Yes, and that was one of our uh, apparently one of our favorite social media posts of the year so far. Yes, if you haven't seen it and are following us on Facebook, you should because it's cute. It's I say cute, but I'm a Gen Xer. I'm like it's finding a Ghostbusters car. Come on. So, but that led to you know cool or creepy because yes, you know, it, it's a essentially a, a Cadillac hearse with right. <laughs> with a light rack and you know things that look like ghost traps on top and you know you can, I think it's cool yeah I do too but you can make a case for creepy sure and then the second photo was uh, one of the companies there had a, a Hello Kitty bag that they were giving away for people to throw in all their trade show stuff so you know a little shopping bag with handles and and the but bright Hello Kitty. the bright pink and Hello Kitty and in their booth, they had a backdrop of bright pink, Hello Kitty, and some sayings. So I took a selfie in front of the backdrop and sent it out with cool or creepy. <laughs> and the answer came back, definitely creepy. <laughs> yeah, <not>, yes. <laughs> and I think that's was like, I'm not posting that. <laughs> it, did, it didn't get past the filter. Oh, good. <laughs> good thing. But anyway, that, that cool or creepy theme was then continued the, throughout my next trip, uh, which uh, was a advanced procedures course at an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, a state that's uh, not gotten scope expansion passed yet, so we don't want to uh, blow their cover. We want to let them you know, sneak right. up on it and prepare for it rather than you know, pre-announce. But uh, we did have more than 40 doctors who got 32 hours of quality continuing education in lasers and surgical procedures, uh, suturing, chalazion removal, all sorts of cool stuff, uh, laser PIs, SLT, uh, YAG caps. So uh, part of our service to the profession is bringing equipment to these things so that the faculty can see what attendees are doing and uh, attendees can learn from each other. That's what makes continuing education the whole time is there's always an opportunity to learn from someone else practicing a procedure. Right. Um, that's uh, our philosophy is, well, part of it comes from Pat being a you know, professor for 50 plus years and lifelong educator that if you raise the whole boat, then you know, your fortunes will also rise with the tides. Yeah. And uh, in this case, uh, it's just part of what we do when Nate Lighthizer calls us up and says, uh, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And you know, can you make it to this state? Uh, we say, yes, we can. How much equipment do you need? And then we get it there somehow and uh, make sure the show goes on. And learning to pack differently mm-hmm. <laughs> every yes. time. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we had a couple incidents with uh, shipping TVs, and uh, uh, most of the time it's fine, sometimes not so much. Yeah. Um, so we had a few uh, replacements this time. 
but uh, but that was the you know, next trip, and we also had some photographs that that fit the category of cool or creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was that was interesting because without any context behind certain photos, you would ask yourself, "What is like? What is going on? Like why why?" What else is happening that right. we don't see? What are they, why are they looking the way they are and right. what are they doing? Yes. Uh, because first glance with no context, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll, we'll inject a few of those into our channel from time to time just, just to keep the Vegas theme going. But And, you know, Vegas is uh, you know, usually an interesting time. We, we managed to find a Hawaiian place for dinner and I'm you know, kind of partial to the poke bowls and, and the fresh sushi and that type of stuff. So as your marketing person, so for those of you out there who use a marketing person and then they tell you to send pictures, so they have content in which to put out for your followers and your audience and things like that to keep in touch. And all I do is I'm sitting at home and I get these random food pictures of, you know, poke bowls and blueberries on on pancakes pancakes and i haven't eaten all day yet <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> and i'm like i'm so glad they're having a great time <laughs> let me show you what we're having for dinner <laughs> right the, i still remember the very first time you sent me a food picture and you guys were i don't know colorado i think i don't know if you were on your way mm. to something you were there for something i don't know but you had a western omelet you were out west. Mm. It was a western omelet. Denver and all like, for AOA. And I got this picture of a western omelet. And apparently it all also had a name specifically to that omelet. And okay. so, yeah, Denver omelet. That's what that was. But, I, I mean, it was the first time that you had sent me anything like that from oh, off-site. I remember I sent you the photo with a caption. It's a here omelet. Yes. Because I was in Denver. And I'm at home. I'm like, I don't have a clue what I'm supposed to do with this one. So, yeah, help your marketing people out by extra context. <laughs> um, so back to cool or creepy, context helps too. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, you know, it's, uh, exhibit halls are fun. Uh, when attendees don't show up on Saturday because they have something better to do in Vegas, then uh, we just go around and visit each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, That's always great networking time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so this time I uh, decided to check out uh, um, check out technology from another customer for, uh, from, from another company for a friend of one of my customers who was looking for, hey, if I'm going to look at telemedicine, what's out there? What could I use? And right. you know, came up with a few ideas. So uh, I guess I was kind of like a personal shopper for, <laughs> well, for, for an hour or two. I know, and I know we kind of, you brought this up before we hit start on this show but that also goes into the fact that you guys are trusted resources for your people yeah. it's somehow i guess over the past 30 years we've uh, developed a reputation as someone who can evaluate technology and figure out hey is this useful is it going to apply how's it going to integrate with what i've currently got how's it going to move me forward uh, is is there anything there Right. Or is this someone else's vaporware, or is this the next great new idea, and I need to jump in on this early? Right. And apparently, we've uh, 
gotten a reputation in a small circle, but a limited circle, but a reputation for being able to just separate the wheat from the chaff and figure out, is, is this a good idea? Is it worth something? Is it going to change or improve my practice? Uh, you know, what, what do you think about this new technology? Yeah, and you know, the on the other hand of that is you get to check out what all your competition's doing. <laughs> yeah, or, or and it's the the eye care equipment side is a strange, strange industry, mm -hmm. in the sense that nobody ever leaves it. Uh, you can try, but you just can't leave. <laughs> so I'll see people that I've known for twenty years, and I'll have to figure out okay, which name tag are they wearing this year, and you know, whose colors, uh, you know, blue shirt. Okay, I think I know who they're now representing. Right. Uh, but it's part of the. Um, part of the circus of, uh, of eye care equipment. So it's a, it's a small, uh, it's a small world. Yep. Uh, part of the adventure is running into people and the connections you make and the idea that, you know, somebody who's working for one company now might uh, work for you next time or might want to hire you next time. You never know. Or their company might buy your company as has happened to some friends of mine. So, uh, it's just good to keep in touch with each other and also network within the industry and know what's going on. Oh, absolutely. And the fascinating thing, the badge scanners. Uh, all the shows have an application, you know, basically uh, now it's an app on your phone to scan a QR code on a badge to get someone's contact information. Okay, yep. And so I downloaded the, the updated badge scanner this year and, uh, you know, the woman comes by with the, the sample person badge to scan to make sure it's working and you know, make sure that everybody in the booth knows how to use the scanner, et cetera, you know, a little bit of training. And then off, you know, off they go. And uh, this time a second person came by. Uh, after the first person, it was, uh, you know, a few hours later, second person comes by with the sample person scanner thing, et cetera. And Kent and I had to educate her because the software that they gave us will scan attendee badges only. It won't scan the badge of an exhibitor. Oh. On my phone, I put in an exhibitor's badge and it locks up the application and I have to close it and restart. Oh. <laughs> uh. So I had to explain to this uh, poor young woman that uh, <laughs> the software that she was trying to teach us how to use was actually quite broken and, and totally wrong for these people. Stay tuned for part two of this episode of Wes talking about his adventures at Vision Expo West on the next episode of Show Don't Tell, along with Kent Harris next time so he can share his own funny punny style of his latest exploits and maybe new releases from Telscreen. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channels, as well as check out the latest episodes of the podcast on tellscreen.com follow us on facebook and instagram so you can catch the guys all over the digital place thank you for listening to this episode of show don't tell